from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report. These headphones sound really good compared to these earbuds really? I used to. Yeah. Oh, wow. Liking that. Show number 107, coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and uh, Twitter, Periscope, November 7th, Thursday night. Welcome to our uh, November show. 107? Number 107. On 11-7, yeah. And, uh, yeah, after a two-week hiatus, so I took some time to line up some things. This is our first uh, champion show. Uh, We're going to be doing uh, champion weeks, and uh, this week we're doing Fremont Speedway champions. And we'll be talking to uh, Michael Buddy Colfoyd, John Ivey, and in the studio with us uh, tonight, Sean Valeni. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming in. But uh, Buddy's over in California, so I understand him. That's not fair. Well, that's where he lives. Yeah, but I don't don't know if he's in there in uh, California right now. We'll ask him when we talk to him here in a little bit because uh, I know he's headed to Texas this weekend to get a certain award. We'll talk about yeah a little bit later too. Yeah, a lot of news to uh, catch catch up on as well over the uh, past two weeks since we were off for uh, Halloween last weekend. Somebody should probably turn off their phone. Oh, look at that. My live video starts five minutes ago. So (laughs) make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Facebook, uh, whatever you got to do, just do it. YouTube, uh, you can follow us on there and uh, follow our uh, new Twitter account at Hammer Report. Uh, And you can also listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, and Google. Um, Lots to cover on uh, tonight's show. I mean, there's, there's a lot. We got tracks for sale in the area. New owners at existing tracks. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to get everybody caught up here. And uh, also, uh, last week's How Many, uh, which was How Many Kids Dressed as Spider Man Would Show Up at My Door on Halloween Night. Yeah. The the rain kind of dampened that, I think. Well, and it was my first night at first Halloween at this house, so I had no idea what to expect. And uh, I had a total of six people total. Show up at my door. Why don't we have some candy but, here, Scott? But I'll tell you how many of them were dressed up as Spider-Man later on tonight. That's pretty amazing, right? Yeah. And uh, how many did you have show up at your house? Same as always. Big fat goose egg? Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, tonight's uh, how many is uh, based on something that's going on in the show right now, so I'm not going to state what tonight's how many is. Well, that's not... All right, go ahead. But it has to do with Sean Valeni. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get to that uh, a little bit later. How about we uh, start off with some uh, uh, action from uh, the past two weeks, some racing action. There Fine. Has, there has been some. Uh, the World of Outlaw NASA Energy Drink Sprint Car Series were in action at Port Royal Speedway uh, back uh, two weeks ago tomorrow, Friday, October 25th. Uh, Donnie Schatz picked up his 11th win of the season. Saturday, Saturday's action the following day, which would have been the 26th, was uh, rained out. So this weekend is the uh, World of Outlaws uh, World Finals at uh, the dirt track at Charlotte. And they got a tight point race going in there. Really? Actually, it starts tonight, as a matter of fact, through this weekend. Yeah, um, uh, shots uh, with his win uh, last week, and Brad Sweet didn't do as uh, well as he had hoped. He comes into uh, this weekend just eight points behind Brad Sweet. Ooh. In that championship point series, so exciting weekend there for those guys. Wonder, wonder how the points pay out on that. I wonder two points per spot. I'm, or? Not, I'm not sure. 
don't right know. But, uh, yeah, that's going on. The uh, World Finals at the Dirt Track in Charlotte uh, tonight through Saturday. The Morton Building late models also in action as well as uh, Dirt Car Bay Block Modifieds. So, how could How could somebody watch those? Well, if somebody paid me to tell people how they could watch them, I might share that. Really? Mm-hmm. But if you want to do a free PSA, go ahead. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, actually, I don't know. I'm sure there's some streaming service. Is it on MAV? It's not on I, MAV? I, it wouldn't be alive, I don't okay. think. Well, I'm you could sure probably there's... go to World Racing Group, and I'm sure they'd be glad to tell you. I'm sure there's... Or somebody's yeah. carrying it. I'm sure there's uh, both legal and illegal ways <laughs> to, to watch it. But uh, right now... Oh, yeah. Ooh, Maybe. Uh, NASCAR had some races uh, over the past couple weeks. Todd Gilliland uh, won at Martinsville a couple weeks ago in the Gander Outdoor Truck Series uh, race. Their next race is this weekend, actually uh, tomorrow night, 8.30 on uh, FS1. A special note in there, Matt Crafton is going to be sporting an Arca Menard Series decal to promote Arca's first visit to Phoenix, or to the uh, ISM Raceway, which was Phoenix, right. uh, next year on the Arca schedule. So he'll have a, a sticker. March. 2020 is when Arca is going to have their first race out there. He was uh, also in the cup race. At Martinsville. Yes. Yeah. He was uh, substituting for, I can't remember now. I think M- it's Paul Menard. Was it Paul Menard? Yes. I thought it was somebody else. Maybe I'm thinking something else. We'll, we'll get to that. Maybe. Uh, in Xfinity action, Christopher Bell was the uh, winner at uh, Texas on Saturday night. Next race for the Xfinity Series is the Desert Diamond West Valley Casino 200. That's at Phoenix or ISM Raceway, uh, Saturday at 3.30 on NBC. Cup Series action, Martin Truex Jr. dominated at Martinsville uh, a couple weeks ago, or a week ago Sunday, however you want to look at that, for the win. And uh, Logano and uh, Hamlin had a little uh, scuffle after. That wasn't a scuffle. That whole thing. uh, I've been in scuffles, Scott, and that was not a scuffle. Logano's uh, tire specialist, Dave Nichols Jr., was suspended for suspended one race for grabbing Hamlin from behind, throwing him to the ground. And uh, Hamlin uh, it made a, a he, he did you hear Hamlin's impression? I did. Of, of Logano, what did you think of it? Pretty lame, but um, it's, it's worth it's, playing though, isn't yeah, it? Oh, absolutely. He would probably say, ah, "Hey, short track racing." One more time. One more time. He would probably say, "Ah, hey, short track racing." Yep, that's it. <laughs> short track racing. I don't think it goes as well without his facial expressions with that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so there, there's that. That was a couple weeks ago. Uh, I, I watched it, and quite honestly, I, I thought it was just a racing deal. Got some uh, Tony Stewart comments on that coming up a, a little bit later on tonight. Sean, well. did you see it? Yeah, it did. Uh, racing deal. I mean, typical Martinsville. Somebody pinched into the outside wall. and Yeah. And I think a car ahead of them kind of started the whole thing. So yeah. I, I, nobody should have been PO'd about it. It's Martinsville. Short tracks. People yeah. get pissed off. You do too, right? You get pissed off. Sometimes racing. I do. Yeah, I've seen it. 55 years in racing, Scott, and sooner or later you're going to get pissed off. <laughs> Kevin Harvick uh, picked up the W on Sunday at Texas to put himself in the championship run at Homestead along with Martin Truex Jr. Their next race, uh, the next Cup Series race, is the Bluegrass Vacations 500 at ISM Raceway on Sunday afternoon, 2.30 on NBC, and uh, you can also listen to it on uh, one of our iHeart stations, Buckeye Country 103.7.
Shameless plug there. That, no, that works. So uh, we're going to give uh, Buddy Kofoy a call here in about uh, five, maybe six minutes. Okay. We'll call him about 7.15 here. So we'll run run through uh, a few of these uh, racing news items. I, I got quite a list here. All right. All a lot, right. Lot, lots been going on the past couple weeks. That's what happens when we take a week off. And it's not even a PRI show yet. Usually stuff unravels right after that. No, we'll be here to cover that too. Oh, yeah. Mansfield Motor Speedway. Future is in limbo as Cody Summer announced he would not return as promoter and the track is now up for sale. I could not find a price though. You have to, all I could find was if you're interested, call him or. Yeah, that racetrack, I'm pretty sure, Scott, if you got to ask, you can't afford it. That's probably, that's kind of what I thought. So. Yeah. Because he did uh, a lot of improvements when he turned that from uh, asphalt back to dirt right. and, and put a lot of money into it. And, Weather didn't really work out for him very well for a lot of those uh, events. so And it was only running special events, so he only had so many to, to work with. But uh, I guess, and Cody's uh, working with uh, Scott Bloomquist now. so Right, and has a vested interest in, in that whole program. So Is he, is he still doing the, uh, I know he started the Gateway. Gateway, yeah. I'm assuming he's still promoting that as well. Yes. He's a busy dude. So, you know, I mean, I can understand, but at the same time. It's gonna go. What's gonna happen with Mans? Do you ever run uh, Mansfield? Uh, a couple times, yeah. What'd you run there? Uh, sprint car. Okay. Yeah. What'd you think of the track? Uh, fast. I mean, it was always a little bit rough. Uh, rock problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> had you run I've it back? That. Had you run it back in the uh, in the nineties? No. Before it went to pavement? No. Uh, been there and watched it quite a few times. Yeah, it's, it was kind of a fast place. Yeah. Uh, fun to race. Yep. Did. Always put on good racing. Uh, Any desire to own a racetrack? No. Okay. <laughs> Just saying, well, if uh, you are, check out Mansfield Motor Speedway. It's up for sale. Uh, Monster Mash at uh, Montpelier Motor Speedway was postponed uh, back uh, on Saturday, October 26th, when it was supposed to be run because it was crappy. Uh, this past weekend was also crappy, so they decided they're going to schedule it for this coming Saturday, November 9th. Which might be cold. I know that, but they're going to run it really? in uh, the afternoon. I was uh, they they had held off uh, announcing the times. Mm-hmm. I'm trying I'm doing this from memory because I looked it up this afternoon. I think the gates open at like 11:30, and hot laps were at 1:30, and a racing was going to start right after that. So it'll be an afternoon deal. Well, with the time change, it gets dark at four o'clock, Scott. They have lights. Yeah, yeah. When the lights go on, it gets cold, baby. Yeah. And I think they do have a curfew there, baby, <laughs> yeah, like, like 11. 11 o'clock. Yeah plan on heading so, over there i would think that they would get done by 11 if they <laughs> yeah. start at 1 30 so yeah so a lot of as long as the track doesn't ice over <laughs> i have 45 there so. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like a hangover race yeah, at yeah. sandusky speedway you're not going there with anything are you oh uh, yeah plan on taking the truck and oh are you? The... all right so you're not done racing for no, the... no all right. we got more to talk about <laughs> later then <laughs> give it a shot Clarksville Speedway in uh, Clarksville, Tennessee, sustained damage from straight-line winds on Saturday the 26th. It was a bad day for racing and racetracks. Winds flipped over the front stretch bleachers. No one was injured as the night's races had uh, already been canceled. And uh, one day after that happened, there was a crane there on the property flipping the bleachers back over in preparation for uh, the following week's show. Did you see the pictures of that? I did. It was quite the mess. but, But apparently they stood them back up and... They were okay. Could you imagine people sitting on there when that happened? That well, maybe the extra weight, they wouldn't have flipped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
They're probably rethinking, <laughs> why did we cancel? We could have had people sitting there holding down the bleachers. <laughs> Only you would think of that. Um, uh, and I can't even go. We'll come back to this story because that's, not, that's a sad story. We can't go right after that. Um, we'll skip ahead here. Uh, Monster Energy rookie contender Matt Tift suffered a seizure. This is what I was thinking. Just before uh, first practice session on Saturday morning, uh, I believe this was uh, a couple weeks ago at, uh, before the Martinsville race. He was taken to the hospital for a checkup. Matt Crafton replaced in him. In the 31 car. In the car at Martinsville for the weekend. It was now on Tuesday that uh, Tift will be si- sidelined for the rest of the season. John Hunter Nemechek will replace him for the remaining races this season. Okay. So. And I saw that Nemechek was in a car last week. I didn't pay much attention. That's probably that one. Okay. Uh, Pocono Raceway is uh, going to host 1,250 miles of racing as part of the track's 2020 NASCAR doubleheader weekend, uh, June 25th through the 28th next year. It's going to be five races in four days, uh, including the ARCA General Tire Anywhere is Possible 200 on Thursday. Friday, there's going to be uh, truck series practice, and qualifying and Monster Energy Cup Series will have two practice sessions. On Saturday, the Xfinity Series will practice, the Cup Series will qualify, the Truck Series will hold a 150-mile race, and the Cup Series will have a 325-mile race. There will be a quiz when I'm done with this, so keep track. On Sunday, the Xfinity Series will qualify and hold a 225-mile race. The Cup Series will then have a 355 or 350-mile race. Field uh, will be set for that uh, with all the lead lap cars from Saturday inverted. Did you get that? you follow all that? Yeah, sort of. There's going to be a lot of racing that weekend at Pocono. It's part of that new doubleheader deal. they got to make it exciting they, they make things complicated. <laughs> I don't know why, but they seem to make things complicated. Scott, have you watched any races from Pocono lately? They're uh, Snoozers. not the most exciting. <laughs> I know. All right. How about, so, uh, so they're changing the format up to make it more exciting? Yeah, I wonder how that's going to work. We'll just have more racing and more cars. Sounds like there'll be cars on it all weekend. (laughs) No, it'd be more exciting. I'd like to be the fuel guy for that deal. If they did like uh, in road course racing where they have multiple classes race at the same time, put the trucks, the Xfinity Series, and the Cup Series all out there at the same time. Just score all three separately. No, I I would watch that. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, that would be cool. And then, you know, a truck guy might uh, be in the way of a Cup guy, and there's going to be a truck and Cup fight after you know Ooh. get out of my way you're just in the truck series you don't belong out there kind of stuff hmm. i'm just throwing it out uh, there nascar if you need any more ideas give me a call we'll talk when you buy mansfield you can <laughs> <laughs> all right how about we call buddy uh you want to talk about uh, ron miller race cars um yeah yeah ron miller race cars yeah it's that place are you busy yet enough <laughs> Okay. We got a car, car that we're putting a body on. We just got done with a roll cage and a drag car. Um, yeah, there, there, there's plenty going and people lining up dates to bring their cars in. So Ron Miller Race Cars is doing well. 734-856-7223. There you go. Give them a call. Us. Supplies, too. Parts. Equipment. I've got my phone through Buckeye and... It's getting expensive. We might just switch to a cell phone. Hello? Hello? Buddy? Hi. How's it going? <laughs> it's Scott Amber, Ron Miller, and uh, Sean Villani in the studio with us uh, here. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you guys? Pretty good. So what are you, what are you up? Are you in California right now or are you on your way to Texas? 
No, I'm in I'm in uh, California at home. Okay, yeah. but you're headed to Texas this weekend, aren't you? Uh, no, no, I'm not. You're not. No. I, I thought you were going to go there uh, to get this Brady Bacon Baton Award. Uh, no, no, I won't be there. Oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, your uh, championship season at uh, Fremont. Two wins and actually a, a really close uh, point battle there at the, the end. You just uh, won that championship by two points. Yeah, no, it was definitely uh, really close and a lot closer than I would have liked it to have been. Um, but, yeah, no, it was good to get a couple wins and... Um, you know, we had a lot of some podium runs and was in the top five, it felt like, quite a bit. So, and we are always pretty consistent in qualifying and, and, you know, it was good in the heat races, so we were fast kind of wherever we needed to be. Um, so, you know, like, he yeah, has a good battle with, with DJ and with Cap a little bit. And so, uh, yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun. So it's good to get my first uh, 410 championship and, um, you know, especially for the, the lenders and Ed, and especially the lenders all living in, in Fremont and all the stuff that they've done there is pretty cool. So was this, uh, have you raced at uh, Fremont prior to this year? Uh, yeah, last year for the Jim Ford, okay. um, with the lenders. Yeah. So, but you didn't, you, you didn't have a lot of experience in this area. Uh, no, no, <laughs> last year was my first time racing in Ohio and I did. Uh, six races, so okay, yeah, not a whole lot. So, did you uh, enjoy your time out here in Ohio? Yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun, and um, you know, you'll never forget. Made a lot of good friends and and a lot of memories, and and also gained a lot of experience and got a lot of exposure, which is huge in racing in general. But also, you know, getting out of California, there's way more exposure on the Midwest. And, you know, in hopes of, um, you know, making it in racing. That's one of the steps is getting out of California and, and trying to make a name for yourself out in the Midwest. Now, are you going to do any racing now that you're back home? He has been. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've done a, a couple races. Um, nothing, I don't, as far as sprint cars, I think I'm done for this year. I might, if I find something, I'd, I'd like to find something for Arizona for, uh, there's a race called the Copper Classic um, after Thanksgiving, which I'd like to do. I've done it before, but um, kind of see how that goes. Um, still kind of searching, but um, you know I'll be running the full Western Swing uh, for Coons for all the USAC races out here. So that'll be a lot of fun. Nothing happening with uh, either Gateway or the Chili Bowl. Um, as of right now, I'm I'm not sure. Um, I'm, haven't really talked much about that. Actually, it'd, so. it'd be cool to see that happen. Yeah, yeah. And I guess we'll have to have to wait and see or see what they say. Or, um, yeah. So what time? Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun to do that. When did you head back uh, to California from this area? Uh, I believe it was because I right when I got home, I raced Trophy Cup a couple days later. So I think I got home the fourteenth or fifteenth, something like that. So. About the time yeah, it turned cold first. around here, right? Yeah, yeah, it's starting to get a little cold. You're missing so I kind of got out in time. <laughs> you're missing out on the snowflakes that uh, some of the areas saw around here. Uh, no, I wouldn't say missing out. I'm not a huge 
Spanish snow. I mean, obviously I come from California where, um, you know, we don't really get snow in most areas and I'm a little used to the warm weather, but, um, yeah, I guess I don't really. You're safe from, you're safe from the wildfires, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, I mean, it's fairly close, but, um, you know, everything's all good and I think they got all under control. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. So, did the, uh, is there racing that goes on uh, out there in California during uh, the winter months, or is there is there a lot of races? Uh, um, what's what's the racing the scene like out there? What's that? What's I was just asking what the the racing scene's like uh, during the winter months out in California. I know they do stuff in Arizona. Yeah, um, Arizona. There's as far as anything in December. There's no racing really that I know of in December out here. Um, where, like, Arizona ends their last race is uh, the day after Thanksgiving or two days after Thanksgiving. So, But then for California, it's probably, um, there's a sprint car race this weekend. So, And I think that's the last wing sprint car race in California. So, um, you know, all the way up until mid-November is, is kind of when the sprint car stuff ends out here. So you're going to be, uh, you got more races coming up here then? Uh, yeah, yep. Um, as of right now, nothing sprint car, but I'll do, let's see, there's, I believe there's six midget races out here that USAC does, so okay. um, you know, I'll be able to do that for Keith Coons, which should be uh, a lot of fun. What What about iRacing? Do you get into that at all? Uh, I know there was a big deal on TV <laughs> a couple of weeks ago about a teenager that won a boatload of money uh, racing on a computer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't, I personally, I don't have iRacing for myself, but, um, you know, I live with Mike and Stephanie Linder. So Michael's kind of built this little setup, um, and he has iRacing. So, uh, <laughs> kind of my free time here and there, I would, I would get on actually and just kind of mess around with some, some people that I knew and, and yeah, do some sprint car stuff or midget stuff or whatever it was. And, um, so yeah, I would, I did it a decent amount this year, um, out at when I lived with, with Michael and Stephanie. How how accurate is that? I've never played that. I'm familiar with it, but I've never actually played that. How accurate is that to uh, the feel of a, of a real race car? Um, to me, it is. It is fairly accurate. Um, now, like racing sprint cars, and then kind of going back to that, it's at first it's kind of hard to get used to, and and you actually kind of had to learn it a little bit because obviously it's it's not going to be exact, but it's it's pretty close and how the track wears out and builds the grooves is, is actually really cool. Um, but as far as, you know, the details, they look, they look, you know, like what it would look like for a sprint car or midget or whatever. And, um, you know, the feel for the most part does feel fairly similar. I might have to check this out. I don't yeah. think I can afford it though. I got to put all my money in my real car. Uh, let's talk, let's talk yeah, about. Yeah, no, definitely. Is <laughs> Uh, it was fun. So. Let's talk about uh, this uh, this point, or, or your uh, actually. Let's talk about your two, 2019 season in general. Um, well, everything you accomplished this year. You, you're the champion, obviously at uh, Fremont Speedway. Two wins there. You finished fourth in the points at Attica, second in the uh, Attica Fremont Championship Series. Uh, Seventeen years old. I, I, it it looks to me like you got a pretty bright future. What you, what are you thinking? Uh, no, first of all, thank you. I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, the season as a whole was 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 uh, it was pretty good. Um, you know, like I said, 
being out there, I got a lot of exposure and got to see new things, um, you know, race in new places with really good people. And I think that kind of helped me become a better driver. And um, now I would have liked to win all three. And, you know, we had some bad luck or stuff happen or, that kind of hindered that, but, you know, we gave it our best shot. We were, I wouldn't say really close, but we were, we were there in contention where we could have done it. Um, but, yeah, no, it's just fun. Like, racing the Outlaws, or we had a lot of success when when we could run at the All-Stars. Um, you know, like, uh, I think we were third in Speed Week points, which was really cool, and after even DNSing a night. So um, we, were, we were fast, kind of like, Whenever the Astros came to town, so that that felt really good, and um, you know, just getting to kind of move around when we could, um, I enjoy that. So uh, as a whole, it was a lot of fun, and um, you know, time I'll, I'll never forget. I know it's still it's early, but how's twenty twenty shaping up? Um, we'll see. I, <laughs> I am still working on some stuff, but um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. it should be fun. Um, you know, hopefully we can get back out to the Midwest again and and be able to do more stuff and, and you know, race quite a bit. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs> That's a very politically correct answer there. I like It's about that. as noncommittal as you can get, buddy. <laughs> I know that uh, when we had you in the studio last year, uh, Ron was real impressed with uh, with how, how you carried yourself and how you represented yourself and you weren't, uh, you know, not cocky, not some cocky kid. You're very humble and... and yeah. And I'm sure that goes a long way to impress people as well. Uh, no, yeah, I appreciate that. And yeah, I don't. I try to just, just you know, stay humble and just. I don't want to say keep it real, but you know, just be, you know, just positive and just is what it is. So, but yeah. So I, hopefully, in the future, I could try and get back up to you guys' studio, studio one day. So. Uh... I know Ron asked you about next year, and you were pretty noncommittal. Is there a possibility you could be running one of these series you were talking about, like the All-Stars or World of Outlaws, or or would it maybe just be hitting a few of those shows here and there? Uh, honestly, I, I can't give you a clear answer. Okay. I'm not sure yet. I'm still okay. uh, figuring some stuff out, and, and that would obviously, I'd love to be able to do something like that or you know, run a maybe even a true outlaw schedule or or, you know, even be able to run different cars, you know, whenever I can would be really cool. Didn't you say? Um, actually, what's that? Go go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say it just de- depends what, what uh, I guess, what comes up or what what happens these next month or two, and, and you know, maybe what works best for me or, or you know, whatever the best situation is. Now, are, you, are you done with high school then? Is that even an issue anymore? I'm still uh, a senior, so okay. I'll be done uh, late May or maybe June. So, so that Coming won't up pretty close. Won't be an issue too much uh, for the racing season. <laughs> no, no. I'm sure you'll find ways around it, even if there were. Um, mm-hmm. When we had you in here last year, did I'm trying to remember? Did you say looking into the future you'd like to be in NASCAR? Was that it, or was it? Uh, yeah, okay. I'd, I'd love to to make it to Cup. That's been a a goal and I guess a dream of mine for for a long time but um the last few years I've become pretty fond of Formula One so Okay. Um now that would be really cool to be able to do something like that but the path I'm trying to take and 
kind of what I'm already taking, um, you know, Formula One's on a different level and a completely different path. So, um, but yeah, I've always, always wanted to, to race in NASCAR. Okay. Well, maybe, uh, maybe the phone will ring next year and, or in the next couple months and, Hey, I got a car for you to drive. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. That'd be, that'd be really <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I saw that uh, you had some uh, merchandise for sale. You want to promote your merchandise or anything else since we we got you on? Yeah. So we just came out with kind of my own personal line of of merchandise. Um, so you know, we got quite a bit of shirts and and long sleeves and um, you know a couple of different beanies and hats and sweatshirts. So um, kind of got a different variety of things, which should be really cool and um you know thank you to stephanie lender for um you know taking care of that for me and helping me out with that so um where can people so yeah, should be, where can people find that? that where can people uh buddy com. okay or um you know she'll have stuff on facebook and i'll have some stuff on facebook or twitter um you know for stephanie lender or you know under me buddy kofoid or michael kofoid so um, you know, it should be links everywhere, and um, you know, the email should be attached to that, or even on the website. So, um, yeah, hopefully right. you guys uh, like it, and should all be there. And actually, I think she just got the shipment the other day, so um, still pretty fresh. Well, we hope to see you uh, back in the area sometime, hopefully uh, next year, and we wish you the best of luck. I do have one last question though uh, to ask you because mm-hmm. I'm going to ask. Uh, we have all the Fremont. Uh, Speedway uh, 2019 champions on the show tonight, and I'm going to ask uh, everybody this question. So I'm going to ask it to you first. So Sean's going to have some time to think about it, and I think John was listening, so he may listen. Um, if you, Sean Valeni, and John Ivy, all the champions of Fremont Speedway, were in equally prepared minivans, who would win that race? That's asking you the question. I'm asking you that question. Yeah, you, you, Sean Valeni, and John Ivy. Well, I don't. Uh, I mean, I guess I would like to think that I I could win. Okay. Um, I mean, being mathematical about it, I guess I'm the lightest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I guess if we got equal vans, um, I don't know. I guess if we'd have to start three wide, so that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it's really fair. Um, You'd be willing to start on the outside. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, I'd like to start on the inside. That'd be the best place for, those, for a minivan, I guess. But Well, I didn't say it was um, a road or an oval or a road course. It could be either. It was. Oh. Oh, a drag race. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> maybe I'll just, I'll just let some fuel of the tank to make it even lighter or make some more fuel and get it to drive farther. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess I would like to say to say me. I'm sure they'll, you know, all say themselves. I guess that's just the race car driver in us, but. I'll see if I, I can make that race happen theory, next year. Then. Yeah, I'll have to test it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Manual, I'm going to have to practice shifting, too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we can get Ron Miller race cars to equally prepare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. Yeah, Good luck cool. uh, in everything, and again, we appreciate the time. No, well, thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, hopefully it, uh, I can get back in, in town sometime and, and talk to you guys in the studio. I'd like to, be, I'd like to have you back in the studio. Thank you. Well, yep. I appreciate it, guys. All right. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Yep. Bye. Bye. Buddy Cole Floyd, the uh, 2019 Fremont Speedway 410 Sprint Car Champion <clears throat> by two points over DJ Foose. Um, 
Next up, we're going to give uh, John Ivy a call here. Really? Who is your uh, Fremont Speedway 2019 305 Sprint Car Champion? You've raced uh, some races against him. Yeah. We'll be talking about that, too. So you might have some more insight into uh, who's going to win that uh, minivan race. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> Minivans are front-wheel drive. That would be a different animal. Yeah. On pavement, even. Uh, hello. Hi, is this John? Yep. John Ivey. It's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, Sean Valeni in here in the studio with us. How's it going? How are we doing? Good. Yourselves? Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, first off, I want to say congratulations uh, for the uh, championship there in 305s. How many championships do you have now? I believe that was seven. Seven, okay. So you could still count them on hands. You don't. You're not to your toes yet. Not, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how would you rate yourself uh, or grade yourself? I suppose on your accomplishments this season, which uh, obviously include the championship at uh, Fremont with uh, four wins, finished third in the points at Attica and second in the uh, 305 Attica Fremont Championship Series points. Well, you know, you always want to be better, but I mean, going uh, to get six wins in a year—that's that's, that's uh, quite a bit. I mean, uh, you know, that's that's what you go to the racetrack for, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so we'd say maybe a B plus, A minus. Uh, I'll go with a B. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're a tough, tough grader there. Yeah. Glad you're not my teacher. <laughs> Uh, anything stand out uh, that you'll remember most uh, about this past year? No, probably just you know, in general, everything went went well for us. You know, we was usually up front. We only had one, I think, one DNF. Uh, you know, and it said races are one in the shop. So I try and pride myself with you know, when you get to the racetrack, you don't have problems. Okay. Uh, how excited uh, were you about uh, Dwayne Hancock's? Uh, Attica Fremont Championship Series uh, being part of the deal this year with Attica and Fremont. Uh, that definitely helped. I mean, he busted his butt. You know, I went to the Chili Bowl with him every year, and he was all wound up the whole time we was out <laughs> there. So I don't know how much I knew before anybody else did, but, I mean, I was excited for it. You know, it always helps us 305 guys out that when something like that goes on for us. You know, I mean, usually it's always for the 410 guys, but then when it happens for us, it, it helps us out immensely, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, do you do you run your own uh, 305, or does somebody else own that? Uh, somebody else owns it, but uh, like I said, I we keep it at the shop over here, and I do all the work and maintenance on it. So, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's mine, but... <laughs> well, you know, uh, possession is like nine-tenths of the law, isn't it? Right, yeah. I don't just show up and drive, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> so the big car, se- big car season's over. What's the go-kart season look like? Uh, I think we go to Columbus next weekend. Um, just finishing up getting all the big cars out of the shop so we can get all the 600 stuff in there and get ready for Fort Wayne. Oh yeah, that's that's sneaking up on us here. Be you know before we know it. Not, we always like to wait to the last minute anyhow. That way it keeps you on our toes, you know. Um, did you get to kiss a cow this year? No, that ring, it got rained out this year. Oh darn. <laughs> Now, which race was that? I remember you were in here. We talked about it, and I got it wrong when I posted the, a picture on Facebook. The fair race that they have there during the fair. That's, at, oh, uh, that's right. Dusty yep. County Fair. Okay. Yeah, because I messed that up. I was thinking it was the Clyde go-kart race, I think. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, you'll have that. 
So is there anything that uh, you don't race? Go-karts, 305s? I mean, yeah, anything. whatever. I'll, I'd race a wheelbarrow if somebody pushed me. <laughs> yeah, I guess you would have to have a pusher. How would you steer that, though? I don't know. I guess he'd have to be the steerer, too, then, huh? <laughs> I can <pray. laughs> so, how many uh How many go-kart races you got uh, scheduled during the off-season here? You got Columbus, the, uh, the Rumble, and Fort Wayne. What else uh, you got going on? I won't run a go-kart there. I'll just run the 600 stuff oh. at Fort Wayne. Last time I ran go-kart there, I busted myself up pretty good. I'm not getting any younger, so I just stay away from them things there. <laughs> I think we got two shows at Columbus, and then I don't know if we got a – I think there's maybe one at Marion also. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, three or four. Okay. And in the midget? The micros will run, you know, the Fort Wayne DOB, the non-wing and the wing cars. I'll run two, both of them Friday night and both of them Saturday night, so I guess you could say four races. Same car, just wing on, wing off, or two separate no, cars? No, you got to have a different, you got to have two different cars. All right. They have a dirt class, they call it, and the, the way the rules are and everything, it's way, totally different than what the wing cars are, so you have to have two. All right. What about uh, Chili Bowl? Uh, we're going out and watch. Just uh, watching? Not okay. No, that's on vacation, you know. Heck of a vacation, ain't it, to go watch racing. But that's we've been doing that now for, oh, I don't know, uh, quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that that's how most racers spend their vacation is watching, watching races. races. Yeah, Yeah, you know, I mean. What else? You, what else you gonna do? <laughs> so what are what are uh, what's in the cards for uh, 2020? Are we gonna see you back in uh, 305 at Attica and Fremont again, or? Not sure what we're doing quite yet here. Um, that's probably a possibility, but we're uh, kind of looking forward, trying to move up and do a 410 deal next year. Hmm. Um, I know I'm not getting any younger, and I said I wanted to try it once again. Um, you know, so we're, we're we're trying to work towards that, but if something doesn't happen then we're probably just gonna run drill fives again but the main focus is trying to get a 410 and just uh running fremont and attica or would you try and uh, venture out with any of the uh, or you know we'll probably we'll focus on the fremont and attica and the afcs deal but then if you know things work out and we can go do something else we can you know we'll go somewhere else so, you know me i like to go race anywhere i mean we snuck down to waynesfield there the last uh Last race of the year there and took our 305 in the non-wing deal and run against the 410 down there. Had a pretty good time. So I, anytime I can go race, I'll go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, if you do get a 410 uh, deal set up, uh, would you ever think about doing double duty, running a 410 and the 305? Um, you know, I've done it before. Um, but if if we do our own 410 deal, it, we're going to focus on a 410. I'm not gonna, I mean, if somebody would ask me to drive the race car, maybe I would. But to take two race cars to the racetrack, I wouldn't want to do it every night. We did that earlier this year, too. We went up to Michigan, run the 360, and they had a non-wing deal up there, and we took both cars up there. And um, it, was, it was interesting at first, you know, but then once we got going, it wasn't too bad. But to do it every weekend and every Friday and Saturday, I don't know if I'd want to do that. <laughs> Now, Sean here, he was doing some double duty. Did you do double duty the entire season yeah, at Fremont with the 305 in the truck? Yeah. Would and, you do that again? Uh, yeah. But if, huh? if it, like John says, if it's two separate teams, it's not so bad. But when you're trying to do two two cars out of the same trailer or something, it it makes it no fun. <laughs> okay. uh, we asked uh, Buddy Kofoid this uh, earlier, John. 
uh, and I'm going to ask you, uh, in a uh, race of equally prepared minivans, who would be the winner, you, Sean, or Buddy? Well, I'm going to go with me because I'm the oldest, and I've got all kinds of minivan seat time. So I don't know if that really means anything or not, but uh, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> Buddy said he had the weight advantage, though. Do you? Do you well, think and that? that's that's a, that's probably a really good question there. But these have fenders on them too, so we might be able to keep him in check. You know. <laughs> so you're not afraid to use the fenders, is what you're saying? Well, if you have to, you have to. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh. It all being good fun, though. Oh, you know, of you course. Know, you know, then maybe we go get some groceries. Who <laughs> <laughs> would be fastest getting all the groceries? Right, yeah, that's where it really come into play, huh? Maybe they'd have to jump out and throw a couple of bags of groceries in the back, get back in, and buckle up. I like right, this. yeah. All right, we're, we're making a new event next year at uh, Fremont. Hopefully they're listening. <laughs> and instead of kissing a cow, we'll have to come up with something else for the winner to have to do. I'm not sure what There you be. go. We'll, we'll work Get up that. on the roof or something. There you right. go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mr. Ivy. Well, good luck uh, in whatever you got going on in uh, 2020. Uh, either way, we'll see you in the area here racing uh, Fremont Attica and, and looking forward to it. And, and we wish you continued success. All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right, John. Take All care. Right. See you guys later. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. John Ivey, your uh, 305 Fremont Speedway champion. Yeah. I like him. He's funny. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's usually a good time. <laughs> and that leaves us uh, with uh, Sean Valeni, who, uh, as we mentioned, we're doing uh, double duty running the 305, and uh, you actually did uh, not too bad there. Uh, uh, where'd you finish? Uh, 11th, in, you, 11th in... Uh, Actually, 11th in uh, AFCS 305 points, 11th at Attica, and 4th in the uh, 305s at Fremont. Yeah, just... <clears throat> so that's not bad, especially no. when you got the Dirt Truck Championship with seven <laughs> wins, too. Yeah. Uh, I think we ended up with, I think, nine of them, nine truck wins at Fremont. Uh, Was it nine? Yeah. They, they don't think they had the last two on there, but... Ah. So Jim Ford weekend. But. <laughs> in the points, though, at least. Yeah. Point-wise. Uh, yeah, it was an awesome year. Um, can't complain one bit about it. Uh, I think worst finish was 15th with it, um, and we ended up getting caught up in a little scuffle down the front stretch and had to go back to the tail, and it was late in the race. And uh, But, yeah, other than that, I think we had a couple fifths and a third, and the rest were wins. So, uh, you know, hats off to, uh, you know, Babcock for an uh, awesome truck and, uh, anytime I get in that thing, it's it's usually it's set on go. So um, it's just a matter of <laughs> putting in the right spots and uh, having things go my way. Who uh, who are you driving for in the, the 305? Uh, it's GMS Motorsports. Um, but same thing with like John. I keep the stuff out of my shop and uh, get work. In possession. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, work on everything and uh, so basically maintain it and and. Uh, so yeah, it, it keeps me busy throughout the week. I was gonna say two cars. That do you have help? Uh yeah, yeah. With the truck side of it, we you know like say uh, Jeff Babcock, awesome to to drive for, and um and then I got Jeff Real on that helps me on the sprint car um throughout the week and without you know countless other guys got Rick uh, Eberly helps out too and 
without them guys, the cars wouldn't make it to the racetrack. So, the the truck stays at your place too. Uh no, it, it stays it's at Bam. Yeah, yep, I stays at Jeff's house. So how how uh, how much of a grind is it uh, during race night to to be doing do do that? <laughs> can't even double duty. <laughs> doing <Scott>. double duty. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. Uh, it it gets a little hectic. Um, and it. Have you ever had any issues where uh, you had a race back to back? Yeah, and just got to go let the <laughs> let the guys know at the front gate. Hey, I'm going to be jumping into it. You know, from the truck to the sprint car, or vice versa. And they uh, cut you a little break. Yeah, they usually they drag their feet on getting getting the cars out there a little bit. So, but yeah, it uh that's the worst part when the races are back to back. It just the you're trying to adjust from one car and getting into the other and and uh and then just remembering which one you're in <laughs> i was gonna ask <laughs> you ever forget which car you're in and try and drive it like the, yeah the other no one? usually once you push off it's uh or or take off you can figure it out yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> with the truck series i think i remember seeing some pretty good fields of cars most of the time this year yeah the car the truck counts were back up um most of the it was close to the 30s so it was uh b mains pretty much yeah, every yeah, that's, night that's and, pretty amazing yeah and um heat races were tough um there's a couple times where i got i was wondering if i was going to make it out of the heat race and uh i don't know if i had to run a b main last year or not but um but yeah there was the field of trucks is getting up there and it's a it's competitive um all these guys are getting faster and faster every year and uh, um well, you're still going fast too. So obviously <laughs> yeah, you're going yeah, but they're, ca- they're catching up. It, I, I understand they did a pretty admirable job of uh, tech inspecting this year. Yeah, they got a tech inspector in there, and uh, a lot of guys were complaining about my truck, and and uh, they were. What were they complaining about? Uh just he's winning. He's what got were you cheating? <laughs> what were you doing? What were they accusing you of of, of doing? Shock packages, and I, I don't, I'm not really sure. Um, they were just trying to get some rules changed that they thought that I had, and. Um, I, it, I don't know it was they, they ended up having a couple meetings about it and and they adjusted the rules on some of the stuff but um and like i said they brought a tech inspector to make sure everybody was following the rules and um and make sure people run four barrels and stuff that was the biggest thing that i heard on a lot of it was i had a four barrel on most of the time and and uh don't even own one so <laughs> <laughs> So there was no rule infractions or anything. They never found anything. No, no. Nope. I should say you didn't cheat. Right. I shouldn't say they never found anything. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. so your championship is totally yeah. un- untarnished. Yep. <laughs> and you got quite a few uh, championships. You won uh, what? You got the sprints on dirt championship. Uh, from uh, I finished second in that was last it second? year. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I thought you got. Um, maybe you just had some wins. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I had three wins last year at the sprints on dirt and. Um, the truck, I think this is my second truck championship. Um, I think 2014 was the other one and won some championships at the stock car at Lima, um, and Waynesfield. So I think this is about my sixth championship. Getting up there with John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same question that we asked the other guys. What's 2020 look like? Um, it'll probably be mostly the same. Um, I, Got a 305 motor this year and ran ran that deal this year. Um, ended up had a 410 motor that needed some work, and rather than go, getting that done, we kind of decided we was going to run run a year with the 305s. And so next year will probably be um, hopefully I can get my, get a 410 motor freshened back up and run some 410 races, 305 races, and we'll be back in the truck full time again.
It's gonna be so running. that's a whole lot more committal than we got out of the other yeah. two guys. <laughs> I'm going to be racing everything next year. Yeah. <laughs> same same way with John. Them, if it's got wheels and it's got an open seat, I'd... no no <laughs> no thoughts of running 410, 305, and truck all the same night. Uh probably not. No. Oh yeah, I couldn't <laughs> imagine. Unless I can find a couple more crew guys. I but... couldn't imagine. Yeah. Adam Jones says uh, you're also a UMP division champion in a modified. Yeah, uh, one Ohio region in that. Uh, I think back in. 2015 so so is there anything you haven't driven yet um a minivan possibly a minivan yeah i haven't gotten a minivan got grace late model a couple times um uh full seed and a modified um uh, pretty much everything on dirt other than a midget and <laughs> is there let me ask it this way is there anything you haven't won in I haven't won in a late model okay uh my like I said, I think I, I think I, I only ran one one time, and that was a best performance car. So it was, it was a nice piece of equipment. Oh but yeah, it was a last minute deal where I was bringing or running a car in case they needed it, and and uh, made the feature and everything was running good. But uh, before I, before I made junk of it or destroyed it, I dropped out. <laughs> Speaking of uh, uh, late models and Fremont, do you think uh, the fact that they dropped the uh, the crate late model series or division there? help did any of those drivers come more to the trucks then or uh i don't think so just because none of them none of them that ran that i mean okay brooks i mean obviously was ran the late models and then uh babcock put him in a second truck this year um so really i i don't think so um other than them guys had to go find either their cars are setting or they chester made his into a sportsman to run oak shade but yeah. um so and, yeah, went not, ups, and went upside down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure, you know, what what happened to them cars, or if they're just waiting to see if I don't know if Fremont will ever do anything with them again or not. Well, we talked to uh, some guys up in Michigan. There's uh, they're putting together a crate series, traveling series, um, Great Lakes crate series. I think yeah, is I what think it's called. Yeah. So and, and I saw a post from them just the other day where they've got a couple of tracks nailed down. Okay. In Michigan, I think. But anyways, uh, do you have a preference uh, as far as any of these cars you've raced? Is it one more fun than the other, or just they're just all? They're all fun, um, especially the truck when you're winning, obviously. And then uh, <laughs> the sprint cars, just the the speed of them, um, reaction time, and and just how fast they go. Um, but no, no, no preference, and they're all fun. What about between Attica or, or uh, Fremont? Do you have a uh, to those tracks? I struggle at Attica for some reason. I'm not sure what it is. I always. I don't know if it's just because there ain't a wall all the way around it or what, but I can relate um, to that. It and it's hard to see. I got like to be fast in a sprint car, you got to be right against the the top of three and four, and it it's a it's hard to judge that line on either being off of it or on it. And um, struggled last year with the the clay that they had on. It was just a sifty deal, and we struggled a little bit there. But uh, Fremont, uh, with the wins I got there and the amount of laps I got there, I'd say it's a uh, That'd be my favorite. Well, yeah. Attic has added a whole lot of new clays. Do you think that's going to change things? Yeah, I think so. Um, it looks like hopefully the stuff they're bringing in is better than what they had last year. And they, they do an excellent job as far as the smoothness of the racetrack. They do. And, and uh, even with what they had, had to deal with last year, they, they knew the dirt wasn't that good. And they brought, you know, they people they were already saying that we – we know we got an issue, but we just got to make it through this year, and we'll we'll make it better. So, uh, looking forward to being back to Attica and Fremont and seeing what we can do. So, do you, gonna, are you're going to uh, defend that uh, truck championship next year in Fremont? Uh I'd say at, at this point, yeah, yeah, we'll be back to pretty much every 
Or much to the show. chagrin of all the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Sean's back. <laughs> <laughs> Last couple of years with running the side deal and the sprint car stuff, um, with traveling a little bit, it, I missed a few shows here and there. So point wise, it hurt us, but um, was still able to be competitive when we was there. And so yeah, I think we'll be back next year and try it again. So what's uh, what's your take on this uh, minivan race uh, between you, John, and and Buddy? Uh, Ivy's got some fender experience, so uh, but I'd like to say with being a full size vehicle and and the trucks have fenders. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah Ivy, you know, he ran trucks there for a couple of years, and uh, but uh, Buddy, he's in the you know the sprint car <laughs> deal, and it's, it's this thing's gonna be slow. So uh, I th- I think I'd like to. Say so I'd win it. All right. He yeah. may practice though on i racing in a minivan. You know. Yeah, they better get developing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean. Well, good luck uh, uh, next year in in racing everything. Thanks, pretty guys. much. What it sounds like. Yeah, whatever. I can, whatever I can find a find now, an open seat in. Now, uh, if if you're running uh, a particular uh, class or anything, and you're not having success in it, would you? consider saying all right i'm just going to step back and focus on the truck or the 305 if assuming it was like the 410 i'm no not saying that that's going to happen yeah no um just as long as the opportunities are there to keep on trying and uh you just you're just the attitude i want to race as much as yeah I can. and you know um attic and fremont's a, a tough deal you know locals are tough and don't matter what division it is 410s 305s and uh i feel i'm competitive with them and uh if i can keep being there and having the opportunities to do it i'm either going to figure it out or or something will have to change but it, it ain't going to be because of the lack of trying all right well what do you got uh, going on during the off season you doing any uh indoor racing or uh, i just ran a out? ran the big b go-kart race oh, last yeah. weekend i didn't make it out of the b main but uh uh then this coming weekend we're going to mount pillar run with the, okay, that's the, right. the super said. streets um Actually, took the truck there last year and picked up a victory against them. So, did you? Yeah, it, I ran there once, like four or five years ago, and it's it been a while. Ripped yeah. up the side of my car pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun little track, though. Yep. Uh, and then my boy races go karts too, so we'll hit a couple indoor shows and we'll stay busy doing something. I think I saw Rusty Schlenk's race. Didn't he reschedule that? For yeah, I think weekend? it's for Saturday. This, yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. Yep. Check out Rusty Schlenk, or uh, was it RSR Karting Club on Facebook uh, for that information because that got rained out uh, a couple Sundays yeah, ago. Yeah, that last Sunday in uh, October. Yeah. So uh, let's hit some a uh, few other news things because there was a lot of stuff here. We still have that uh, Tony Stewart uh, stuff. Okay. His uh, opinions on the fighting in NASCAR. Anything Tony um, has to say is worth listening to. But before we do that, uh, because we're laughing and i couldn't go into this uh, next story about uh, keith jacobs a competitor in the 604 late model division at 311 motor speedway in north carolina he died uh, during the feature on friday the uh, 25th of october so this would have been two weeks tomorrow uh, it was believed he suffered a medical emergency he hit the wall and uh, went airborne track owner mike fulp said uh, witnesses saw jacobs slumped over in his car moments before he crashed head-on into the wall so yeah not a so good it doesn't thing. sound like the wall is what uh, may have, well, I mean, it probably didn't yeah. help, but yeah. he was having an issue before then. Um, uh, also, we'll, we'll do the two sad stories close together here. Uh, 1991 USAC Midget National uh, Champion uh, Mike Stryker. Is that how you Mike Stryker. 
He uh, passed away yesterday morning after an apparent heart attack. 62 years old, Scott. Professor down there at uh, UNOH. And and a really great guy. Great family. Uh, They were instrumental in in bringing Jeff Gordon to this area uh, back in the early 90s in a sprint car. Okay. Uh, The... Oh, uh, at the uh, National Racing Alliance, the NRA series banquet, series owner Ron Hammonds announced that he sold the series to Thunder Motorsports 2. Thunder Motorsports is a a group of investors, including Ed Kennedy, who owns Plymouth Speedway in Plymouth, Indiana. Uh, Our buddy Dave Mazzillo over there at Bear Field is uh, confirmed to be the series director and overseeing the series. Uh, Series has nine races scheduled in 2020, including Lima Land, Fremont, Montpelier, and Gas City. Wait a minute. Dave Mazzillo's having something to do with a dirt track? Yeah, that's kind of why I was like, eh. yeah. Yeah, he, he was saying that they were planting grass on the racetrack down there. Well, they had one sprint car race. Yeah. Did they run that? Yeah, okay. I ended up winning it. What, you did? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I won that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, one... Won a soccer race there too with the truck. So this year? Uh, no, oh, back when back the, when they were running yeah, a few races. Deal. So yep. was that was it? Just it was this past this t- September, right? Uh, that they had the sprint car deal. No, the Bearfield. They, I think it was, was that last year. No, I'm pretty. It would have sure, been two years ago. I'm pretty sure they planted grass on it. Oh, yeah. Man. All right. I'm thinking. I'm two wow, years ago. I'm, <laughs> I'm behind. Uh, board of directors of Holman and Company announced the uh, Penske Entertainment has entered into an agreement to purchase the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the NTT, let me start, the NTT IndyCar Series and IMS Productions. Penske uh, Entertainment is a subsidiary of Penske Corporation, which is owned by Roger Penske. So what what is your take on that, him taking over IndyCar? I mean, other than you don't care. Yeah, largely. That's, that's the way I <laughs> with that. Um, you know. Indy cars at Indy, that's a big deal, and I, I don't know. I just I, I just don't follow them that much. Other is it weird, than, though, that than, a, than the Indianapolis 500? It's weird, though, that a series – I mean, I don't know all the details of this and how much separation there is. I did see – Well, didn't I, didn't the Holman family have something to do with IndyCar several years ago? I'm not sure. I'm I don't know. I, I, I think they did. But as a, a car owner owning a series – I would think that'd be a conflict of interest, but I did read something where he was doing, taking some action. I don't know what it was. I didn't read into it, but uh, taking some actions to avoid the conflict of interest. I mean, it'd be like uh, Hendrick uh, buying NASCAR. And, right. I mean, it just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I mean, maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. I don't know if it's well, a I don't good know. Thing Tony Stewart does quite well racing in the All-Stars. And he no, owns that's true. That. And he owns that, yeah. Yeah, he owns that deal. So uh, really, so really not much different. Okay. And, and he seems to keep his interests separated. So, yeah, I, yeah. I think Penske is going to do a great job. I suppose if, uh, if there was somebody to own it, Penske would be a good person to do it. Yeah. He's got a lot of experience there. Uh, Tony Stewart, speaking of which. He, really? Yeah. Good transition there. He took a uh, two-seater a cup car around... Uh, Circuit of the Americas. Oh yeah, uh, in before the uh, F one race out there this past weekend, um, he said a after running the track it was like a two seater car. It was like a demonstration deal. 
Uh, he did say a stock car race at that track uh, would work. Really? Very well, yes. And that, that wasn't all he said. Um, <laughs> Tony's never short <laughs> no, for words. No, he also said uh, uh, about the promoters, you know, because uh, the Texas race uh, for NASCAR was that weekend and right. Formula One was there in Texas, both competing at the same time. So uh, Tony said that uh, I think it's asinine. I think there are two promoters who have their heads up their asses to book it that way. Why would you not take the opportunity to uh, book them on separate weekends and have the opportunity to have people stay for a week and enjoy two totally different forms of major motorsports? And spend money while you're in the area. Oh, my. So uh, he wasn't uh, siding with... uh, Texas or Circuit of the Americas or Formula One or NASCAR or whoever, you know, booked those dates or is in charge of that. But just saying, you know, it's just stupid. And it is. He's right. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of Tony Stewart and uh, comments about uh, fighting, he also had uh, this to say. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I, it frustrates the crap out of me. I can't stand watching these guys. I'm watching Joey Logano with his hand on his crew guy in front of him so he can back, act like he's swinging back here. I'm like, for God's sake, guys. This is getting embarrassing. I tell you what, just line both of them up. I'll whip their ass by myself together. I don't care. I'll take them both on. It's not even exciting to watch. It's like somebody do something for the love of God. Don't walk up there and push him. Oh, you made me mad. God, well, I if, mean, you, if you're going to take the effort to go up there, by God, here's the best thing you can do. If you want somebody to understand that you don't want them to do something, don't even say anything. Just walk up there and knock the shit out of them. One time. All you have to do it is one time, and they won't ever do it again. They'll never do it. Have you ever done that? Either what? of you two? No. What? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> So is that a yes? <laughs> Rusty Schlink's not listening, is he? Did you beat up Rusty? No, no. Are <laughs> <laughs> you implying that uh, he? Yeah, I know what you're saying. All right. Uh, one last thing here: the Arca Menard Series East schedule. You know, the Arca Series right. has uh, NASCAR's taken over and kind of rearranged things. There's the uh, main Arca Menard Series, and then now. The K&N East and West Series are now the Arca Menards East and West Series. So there's those three series, but they're all the same rules. And uh, the Arca Menards Big Series announced the 2020 season and did not include Toledo on there. But, and here's the big but, the uh, East Series, the Arca Menards Series East, I guess we're going to put the East after series, uh, they released their schedule Yesterday. And lo and behold. Toledo Speedway is in the familiar mid-May slot uh, that used to be in the regular Arkham Menards series. So Saturday, May 16th, 2020, will be the Arkham Menards Series East race. I wonder how the rules packages... Sh- if they're- I think they all line up now between the series, yeah. I'm okay. pretty sure. Because I think at the end... We'll have to get Charlie in to explain all this. Yeah. But I think at the end there's like uh, that open competition. Right. Like the last 10 races, the top so many in the East and top so many in the West can join. I thought that was how that went. It, yeah, I, I know that NASCAR just makes things freaking confusing. Complicated when it doesn't have to yeah. be. Oh, there is one other thing I wanted to mention. Anton Hernandez, uh, our guest, not last week, but the last uh, show we did, uh, he's teamed up with car owner Ken Baldwin to run the full 2020 Amsoil USAC National Sprint Car Series and go after uh, Rookie of the Year honors. Ooh, so, that's a big deal. Him. Yeah. 
So congratulations uh, to him and good luck yeah. uh, on that endeavor. So it's up to uh, how many. And uh, last uh, last time we did uh, how many was how many kids were going to become uh, come to my house dressed as Spider-Man because I read an article in USA Today said Spider-Man was this year's most popular costume. And uh, so how many kids uh, came to my door dressed as Spider-Man this year on Halloween night? Two. Zero. Zero? I had no Spider-Mans. Really? No. Like I said, I had six kids total. Yeah, well, that's pretty sad. I got a lot of extra candy if anybody needs any candy. I can't believe you didn't bring any in. We could have... I won't tell you, but it was leftover from last year's Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll bring it in if you want me to. I'm easy. Uh, Candy doesn't go bad. (laughs) It's just sugar. So uh, last week's winner in the studio was me because I guessed nine and I was closest. You guys actually guessed double digits crazy people um <coughs> our uh, online uh, winner uh was john young who said zero even though he later said he made a comment uh, later later on that said that his zero guess was for the bonus entry of how many trick-or-treaters were going to be at your house oh but he put the zero in before we started talking about oh that. okay so i'm giving him the win uh of the big d's pizza uh, so dumb luck wins from, again from dean henry yeah so if you can get with Dean and win his uh, pizza there, and I think we've been—I've been saying that uh, Big D's is in uh, Fremont, but I think that one closed. Uh, that we found out. Oh, it's in uh, Clyde. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mister Mister Henry. I think the, they're in Clyde because uh, uh, Gene Steele, who uh, had us at the uh, Vark Bank right. a couple weeks ago. Thank you for that. It was a pretty cool deal. Yeah, good deal. Good um, meal. Tried to get some pizza there, and figured out it's in Clyde. So, all good. So, there you go. So, this week's How Many was how many times was the name Sean Valenti said in this show? Scott, that's going to require you to go I know. Back I'm going to have listen. to listen <laughs> and pay attention, too. Can we draw the line right now? So uh, we'll say uh, no, no, the whole show in total. because Okay, so if I say so, Sean Valenti, Sean Valenti, Sean Valenti, that's you're three. You're pumping it up, yeah. So if people put in their guests now and we say Sean Valenti again, then there's another one. So if you want to play along online and possibly win that Big D's pizza from, uh, or, well, the Big D's pizza from Big D's, imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a coincidence. Go ahead and uh, put your... You can't uh, get a Big D's pizza from, say, pizza Papa Hut? John's? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and put your guests in how many times we said Sean Valenti. And obviously you can't go back and listen right now because we're still live. But after we're live, unless you're listening to us now... And now is not a live time, and it's a replay. Ooh, my, Scott. Okay. It's like I'm having a back to the future moment there. Um, but, yeah, bottom line is uh, how many times we say Sean Valenti before the very end credits roll in this episode. It, well, that's the how many. And I, I haven't been keeping track myself. So. I'll bet you haven't. <laughs> but if you want to play along online, go ahead and put your guess in the Facebook Live comments, uh, and you'll be entered in. And well, John Sean Valenti, <laughs> how many times do you think Sean Valenti has been mentioned? There you go. Uh, I'll say 22. That's a lot of Sean Valenti. Yeah. What do you got, Kathy? 18. 18, okay. 24. I'm going to go 25 because I'm going to say Sean Valenti, Sean Valenti, Sean Valenti, Sean Valenti, Sean Valenti, Sean Valenti, Sean Valenti. And Sean Valenti. You suck, Hammer. Yeah. Can't take him away. Now you're not going to say his name, are you? That guy played the strategy there for the Sean Valenti. 
So again, if you want to play along, put those comments in uh, our Facebook Live uh, post on on Facebook. That's where Facebook Live would be. And uh, if somebody guesses the same number, um, whoever guessed it first will be awarded the uh, winning number there of Sean Valenis. I'm thinking 38 Sean Valenis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got boxed in. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> So. Darn lap cars. Yeah. Uh, upcoming races. Uh, actually, there is an upcoming race. At Montpelier? B- besides that one. Oh, really? Yeah. This was uh, on the Sandusky Speedway uh, page already. The 45th annual Wild Bill Hart Hangover Race. Because it's not the Ron Miller I'm going to have to try that one yet. of these days. Eh? Yeah. That's going to be coming up on New Year's Day, January 1st. Featuring uh, the same old deal. Champagne stocks, moonshine stocks, whiskey stocks. Pits open at 9, main gate at 11, racing at 1 p.m. General mission, 12 bucks uh, for that. And uh, New Year's Day. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah, this is the next race uh, on pavement in our area. Right? I, I, I believe That's that. outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's uh, raced in, in any kind of weather. You know, we've had a couple of good years in a row. I'm I'm really worried about this year. It's going to be a blizzard, probably oh, because buddy. I plan to race myself. So, um, that's it uh, for this uh, show, pretty much. I think thanks to uh, Dave Kemmer for uh, helping out, and uh, also uh, saying that he's not going to be doing the uh, car show. Neither him nor Deb or Scott are doing the car show. Are doing a car show. I had heard rumors that Dave was going to go alone on it, and I was going to volunteer to help if Dave did it. But apparently, Dave's not doing it. We're not. The, the how many is not how many times we say Dave. But <laughs> I just wanted Dave to know that I was talking about him. Well, there's still time to organize it. Oh, absolutely, Dave. Reminds me of that commercial. Which one? The, I can't remember what it's even for, which oh. probably means it's bad advertising, but it was one for Dave. Don't If your name is Dave, don't get offended. We're just using Dave as a name. No, okay. Um, yeah. Very good. So next week on the show, we're going to have the Oakshade Raceway champions, Devin Shields, Jerry Signer, Terry Rushlow, Corey Gum. Uh, and then two weeks from tonight will be the Toledo Speedway champion show with Mike Young, Greg Stillwell Jr., and uh, Matt Ringer. I think... Uh, um, Figure eight? Yeah, you were talking... Uh, that's Flat Rock. Okay. We'll have well, Flat Rock's coming up. We'll be doing that one okay. too. Okay. I, I, I separate. I know Toledo and Flat Rock tend to combine things. Well, I'm the, separating. The, the, I'm pulling them apart. The figure eight cars were at Toledo. They were, so but I, I don't. I didn't know if I they, don't think they had a championship uh, yeah. points deal at uh, Toledo though. I was so pleased with Greg Stillwell. Um, he had a great year. So, okay. Good to see that he did it. So uh, we'll be talking. To, that's two weeks from tonight. Again, next week is uh, Oakshade. <laughs> What good use of the cop button. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you found it. Yeah. Oh, they did announce, and I forgot to mention this and because I don't care anymore. I've lost interest. We did not get nominated. I saw that. We were not, yeah, but we did I not didn't, make the cut. I didn't see anybody that was on last year's. I wonder. Uh, Eric Chase was. Oh, okay. Him and I think that was the girl one. The girls. All right. I looked for them and didn't see it, but okay. I thought they were. I could be wrong. I didn't really. I, I saw we weren't on there. I was like, ah, done with that. Don't care about that anymore. I, I, I thought I was wrong once, but I was wrong. And then Sean Valenti corrected me. Sean Valenti? You mean this guy right here? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hammer, we got to go, buddy. Sean, thanks for coming in. Thank we you. appreciate it. Uh, and congratulations again on the track championship and the nice, uh, I mean, pretty respectable in the 305, too. Great, great season. Yeah. Great season. Uh, and you're going to try and uh, possibly do the uh, 305 championship next year? You uh, beat Mr. Ivy if he doesn't go to 410s? Well, I'm hoping he moves up and oh. runs Fortnite. Opens the door for you? <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully we can. Yeah. Okay. Well. Whoa. Louder, louder than I thought it'd be. Well, good luck uh, on all your endeavors next year, racing everything, you. including the minivan race, which uh, <laughs> we're going to uh, try and get scheduled. Oh, man. I don't know where we're getting the minivans from. Maybe Big Diesel's uh, sponsored that. <laughs> A couple of their pizza delivery vans. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right. So next week, again, uh, Oakshade Championship, uh, or Oakshade uh, Raceway Champions. Uh, show starts at 7 o'clock. Uh, listen to us live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, and you can also listen to us on demand anytime. iHeartRadio, Google, iTunes, wherever. Stitcher, Spotify, we're on them Yeah, all. listen to us on iHeart. Though. Yeah, that's the best choice. Yep. We appreciate it because that's where we, well, we don't make any money, but iHeart makes money off of us. And we use their studio, and we, we're using their electricity and their phone, so they got to pay the bill somehow. So support us. We appreciate yes. it. Yes. All right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing, to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!